Steel Curtain Network. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is the Steel Curtain Network's Dave Schofield coming at you. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, once again, it's me and it's not Brian Anthony Davis. I'm the one talking first again because I guess Brian has some big infatuation with the woods because, yeah, he's in the woods again. So I'm here by myself. No, I'm not by myself. I know Jeff Hartman stepped in last week. I've got a nice treat for you this week. Stepping in from the other side of the world. That's right. It's the glorious return coming back. Throwing us a bone here at Steel Curd Network. We have one Marky D, Mark Davison, Steelers Nation, Australia. Mark, how's it going? I'm, I'm going pretty well because you guys are paying me, I think, like $5,000 to be here. So um, <laughs> it's, it's quite nice to come back, you know. Uh, I was a free agent. I'm doing my own thing on, on the outside. But um, the money that I'm getting from you guys is I just couldn't turn it down. <laughs> you know? so I'm, I'm ready to go. Like, I know it's just an hour. I, 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 can, I can do an hour and a half, two hours. It's up to you. It doesn't really Well, and, uh, it must be pretty good because you have a tendency to throw a lot of dingo dollars into the live chat on our on our YouTube shows. We've been getting that from Steelers Nation Australia. So uh, I got to ask, five, five Australian, what is, that in, what is that in U.S. currency? Uh, it's about, I think... Honestly, I think it's like seven dollars fifty US. Really? Oh, okay. Seven dollars. Um, nice. I just do that to make you guys laugh. Honestly, I try and I try and get you guys, <laughs> um, off you know off your rocker a little bit. I got I got Jeff the other day and their guest too. Who, who, who was the Bears guy the other day? He was fantastic. Oh, Joey Christopoulos. He's he's uh, a yeah. he's with FFSN. He's doing a yeah. Bears feed for the FFSN. He's fantastic. He also does yeah. um uh, b- uh believe sports. Um, that was a really if you didn't catch that, that was a really great show talking about some things that we're going to talk about because we're recapping the last week. So, Mark, you ready to dive into this? Man, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. All right. So here we go. Um, looking back at last week, Sunday was when the last start, uh, the, the last podcast ran. And on Sunday, you know, we got nothing. There was nothing going on on Sunday. So we're like, you know, let's just skip into it because we got lots of good stuff that happened in the week otherwise. So we're going to bump right to Monday. Monday, the news came out of, because, you know, you're getting close to the end of the of the college draft visits. Those ended this week. Um, you know, those, those 30 visits every team could get. And there was a report on Joey Porter Jr., and he went to the Giants, went to the Eagles, the Saints, the Commanders, the Raiders, the Ravens, the Panthers. And some people were upset because it didn't list the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Really? Do you think that's a problem that it wasn't that, oh, Joey Porter Jr. went to the Steelers? You know, he, he could go other places and actually talk to other teams that might want to draft him. I, uh, a lot of these things, I, I think um... – the more media coverage, I think I, I find it a bit funny sometimes too, because we're all on on you know on the edge of our seats saying where they're going. But these players go everywhere, and coaches go everywhere too. And just because they just because they don't go to a certain uh, college or, or coach Tom or whatever or go see them play, doesn't mean they're not going to draft them, right? This yeah. So I, I don't I don't get too attached to these players with a draft uh, because I know if I do. If I like Joey Porter Jr., they're going to be a Raven or a Bungle. And I'm like, yeah, I can't yeah. handle that. I can't handle Listen, that. it's like you've listened to my podcast because I see it say this over and over again. I don't fall in love with anybody until they, their name is called by the Steelers. Oh, I, who was that? When they took Chase Claypool, it was the running back from, 
from Ohio State that went to Baltimore. It was Dobbins. Everyone was in love with the perfect Steeler. He's going to be there. And when he wasn't selected there, and then he got taken by the Ravens, boo, hoo, hoo, cry, cry, cry. I'm like, that's why you don't fall in love with that guy, because now it's so much easier to hate him, because he's wearing purple. That's the perfect example for me. So you are right. Joey Porter, Porter Jr., I've, I, I'm not shocked by some of these teams um, because – what was it? Um, commanders. I've seen a lot of mock drafts where he goes right before the Steelers to the commanders. I've seen that if the Steelers don't take him and he's still there, him going to the Ravens, that would just suck. But at the same time, you know what? Just because your dad played from the Steelers doesn't, doesn't mean that that's the only team you can talk to and everything going forward. So I'm not worried about that. Um, we just got to see how it all plays out next week, right? Or this week, yeah, I guess well, well he, he might even want to, you know, um, separate himself from the Steelers too. Not that you can't, you can't choose yeah. your team, but I think he wants to be his own man. And if he's going to all these pro days or, or you know, visiting teams, why not? That's what, you, that's what you're meant to do as, as a player. So, um, I'm, I'm just kind of glad the draft's almost like almost here because, yeah, it's a long, well, longer speculation in the world of sports since February, what, 10th or what, the Super Bowl? Oh, like no. Oh, no. <laughs> For Steelers fans, it kicked in on Monday <laughs> after the game against the Browns because it didn't make the playoffs. But what's nice is, is that's when Steelers fans think that's when people start talking draft. Well, you know, there's a lot of people that talk draft all year round. But serious fans of other teams that were eliminated from the playoffs before then, mm. they were already talking about the draft yeah. in December. So it really, as soon as your team's done, it's draft season. It's draft season. Um, and, and I always remind people, things will change because of free agency. And they and they have. And we'll talk about that here um, very shortly. But another one, I, I don't, I'm curious if you heard about this one. Former Steelers player, he was released by his team. Did sign with someone else on Monday. Uh, guard Matt Filer, who who was cut by the Chargers, signed with the Buccaneers. Did I didn't hear that. I have no idea. That that's yeah. through, uh, you know. Wow, yeah. there you go. How many years did he sign for? Um, they just said that he signed with them. I, I don't have that report okay. other than that he was signing. Um, they did say how he started 33 games the last two seasons, so that was all but all but one in there. So, you know, if it wasn't for the Steelers. That's who really brought Matt Filer up, you know, and then he he moved on uh, to a big payday. Um, I didn't think the Steelers were bringing him back when they made the other moves they did at guard. Yeah, right. He used to be – was he a right guard or left guard? Well, he yeah. was he was guard and then tackle, right, right. and then I think back to guard again, if I remember right, before before he went. that he He, he was someone who could play – Anywhere, because if you're a guy that's, I mean, he started on the practice squad. Mm. If you're on the practice squad and you want to get on the roster, the first thing you have to do is have the versatility to be able to fill in anywhere. Yeah, and then right. that, then that gets you a, on the 53 and get you a helmet because if you could play multiple spots, you're a fantastic backup. And then he just kept working. They said he was the strongest dude on the team, earned, earned a job. Then got the good payday. So good for Matt Filer. Um, I hope you're in a good situation. Um, we we're, we're, we're happy that the Steelers. It kind of, kind of shows you something too. And I was talking about this on my on my channel the other day, right? The minute that Patrick Peterson gets interception, we won't we won't care about Cameron Sutton. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. we won't. Right? Yeah. Look, we missed him. We miss Edmonds. Whatever. Mm -hmm. We follow the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. And and look, all all you know, 
all success to Matt Filer. You know, go and get the bag, go and play a good football, like whatever. You know, James Connors at the, the Cardinals, great, cool. You got a new yeah. uniform, whatever. But I don't care. I care about <laughs> who's on the team right now. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, when do people might care? Whenever in in three or four years from now, when you see, uh, we'll say three years from now, when you see Cam Sutton making a play and Patrick Peterson is probably retired from the NFL, then you're like, oh man, it was. But you know what? You're right. You're right. I, I care about the Steelers. That that's really what it all comes down to. But at times, you know, it, it's nice to you know give a tip of the cap to one of the former players that they're they're still out there and they're still getting it done. Uh, speaking of getting it done. Man, it hurts so good in Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts, huge deal. deal. Oh my goodness. Five year, two hundred fifty-five million extension, one hundred and seventy-nine guaranteed. That happened on Monday. Any thoughts on the on the Hurts deal? Um, it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I know, like the NFL sense, he's one of the best players. Uh, I think one of the up and coming players, and. Philadelphia did did uh, right by signing him up and, and and holding him, you know, having him there for the next five years or whatever. He's your mm-hmm. franchise guy now. Um, but I always think back to like it's a lot of it's a lot of money, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's, it's but just in different life. But they they structured it. It's low. It's a low cap hit for the first two years. It really is. So they can continue to do some things and build around um, with that. The 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 way they worked it. it it's really interesting because our our. Um, SCN's own KT Smith, who also does a national uh, football podcast. Uh, I think it is. It, I listen to a ball and I keep forget what's called the Coach's Corner, something like, something like that. Um, for FFSN, that his last show, he actually had on our CEO of FFSN, um, uh, Ken. I'm going to mispronounce Ken's name because it's what I do. So I'm just going to say Ken um, because to talk about he's also an Eagles fan to to talk about the business side of the deal and everything both as a, both as you know our our CEO of a company to talk about how you do things and as an Eagles fan it was intriguing stuff it was really intriguing stuff um it's funny cuz he even got into talking about bad hires at the company you know the same thing that could happen in football he said about bringing in a guy he called him Miles Finch you remember who Miles Finch is no idea <laughs> it's from the movie elf no you know, the i can't remember movie elf I think I see that. That's is that with um. That's, um uh, I was that's with Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell but um, right. but but Miles Finch was the what was the guy that they brought? It's what's his name? Peter Dinklage is I, I think is the the name of the actor that that played it. Um, that the that uh, <laughs> he, he 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 um, how do I say it? He mistakenly thought he was an elf. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy came in and he was just like super like the the, the seat of the, the car has to be a 70 a, a, an even 72 degrees and stuff ken was talking about people like that and, and a, an example of someone like that that he had but he just went into the numbers um uh, from the business side it was really great stuff so if you haven't caught that you, all you have to do is, is uh is search for ffn FFSN NFL, and that's going to be on there. Um, it's, it was some really good stuff. So I just thought I'd throw that out there um, about some of those numbers. Man, we're still on Monday, but a lot of stuff happened on Monday. Steelers had two players visiting. These are two guys that would, would be tied to the Steelers a little bit higher. Offensive tackle, Broderick Jones. Defensive tackle, Brian. Is it Brisey, Brisey, Brisey? Um, I think it's Brisey, isn't it? Brisey. <laughs> 
he went to high school not far from where I live, but uh, but I, I still can't get his name right. Both of them visited the Steelers on Monday. Do you see that as a possibility for the Steelers here on, um, on Thursday or Friday? This this might be the uh, 17's coming up, right? Draft's coming up. Yeah. But for me, this might be the one this year that I absolutely have no idea. I'm not a draft <laughs> guy at all. But like I know we, we knew Najee was going to happen. We knew quarter yeah. was going to happen. This year, at 17, I don't know. Oh. But the best thing about the draft is like, mm-hmm. I'm so glad we have 32 because of Clay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, that that's that's pretty interesting. We'll talk a little bit more about what the Steelers could be doing when we finish up on Saturday going through here. So hold on to that because we're going to talk about that. Um, more draft news. Um, Alabama quarterback Bryce Young canceled the rest of his pre-draft visits on Monday. So a lot of people Why? think that's an indication was, was he, that he's going to go number one. Was he busy? Did he have somewhere to go, did he? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you've already met with the top couple teams and you know you're not getting past pick number two – why even bother meeting with the rest of them? So it's fair enough. I don't know. Um, and but then the other thing from Monday, this is the most important thing of all. Phase one of off-season workouts kicked in. The Steelers were at the facility. All they could do was basically lift weights and have meetings, but that that's it. But you know what? That's the first time you had players reporting to the facility mm-hmm. in any kind of organized way. For the 2023 season, to me, that's the most exciting can, thing of the month. Can I just point something out? I, I was on the on the old Facebook, and I, I saw them taking photos on um, Steelers.com or whatever it was, right? And yeah. I saw one comment was like, these guys don't even feel happy to be here. And I'm like, not like, you know, uh, Herbig does. He's happy to be here. But yeah. the photos would have been taken at like 6 a.m. Yeah. You know, no one's happy to be awake at 6 a.m. <laughs> Mark, you got to remember this. We're talking about practice. <laughs> yeah, we're – Yeah. Wait, we're talking about, we're talking about practice. practice, not a game, not a game, <laughs> not, not a game. game. No, we're talking about not, no, practice. not training camp <laughs> practice. No, we're talking about yeah. weight training and meetings. Yeah, with I mean, the, the coolest thing of this is actually getting to spend time with your teammates and coaches in a somewhat organized way. It's it to me, it's good stuff. Bring it on. Hey. You can't get to phase three of or of off-season activities until you get through phase one. So just like going back, going up. back to school. That's what I said. I, I read the comment on Facebook, and the, and the bloke was like, "Yeah, they're not very happy to be there." And I'm like, "Well, it's the f- first day, and it's, it's seven a.m. <laughs> you know." But like, it's going back to school the first day. You know? Yeah, you enjoy I mean, your holidays and you like your mates, but the first day is always kind of weird and odd. Yeah, you you. The way you said it, you like your mates. That's the way. I don't, I don't even know why I tried to say it like that. You you get back, you see your friends, but man, you're not used to getting up at that time. You're exactly no, you're right. Not. It's you're, it's a little bit different of a routine. You got to get back into it. But I'd much rather have that routine getting started now than them worried about that in oh, July. Yeah, not, not, not a week before. They're like, <laughs> they, they turn yeah. up a week before before the game in September. That'd be odd, wouldn't it? Imagine yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's start going there. We, we got to get to Tuesday because Tuesday really started off the, the big right, part of the go. week. Did go. you, I mean, Steelers finalizing a trade for Allen Robinson. All right. All we knew to start, trade Allen Robinson. Whoa. I was, I was like, whoa. I don't know about this. He's got a huge contract. Uh, what are the Steelers going to have to give up? When you first heard that the trade, well, you might have been asleep. I don't know I how was, yep. how much of this story <laughs> did you get all at once because you're on the other side of the world. 
I'll tell you right now, I miss everything. It doesn't matter what it is. And any, any, anything between, uh, I think, 9 a.m. and your 5 p.m. over my head. I got to wait yeah. till I wake up. I so, the, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, the, the, the best thing, and I want to give a shout out to uh, Jeffrey Benedict. Um, and he, he tweeted this out, right? I'm going to read this out. Uh, okay. I read this out the other day. This is the best thing I, I saw about this whole situation with Robinson. I thought this is the funniest mm-hmm. thing. Jeffrey Benedict tweeted this out the other day, and this is the quote to him with every single word. He said, Steelers only have two receivers. They need to draft one in the early rounds. Quote, Steelers sign a veteran hashtag three receiver. Yep. And he goes on to say, Steelers have three receivers. They need to trade one. Tell me it's a pre-draft dead zone without telling me it's a pre-draft dead zone. I love that tweet. I <laughs> yeah. love it. I think, I think it's it like, awesome. oh, they only got two. They're in trouble. Why receiver? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, well, they got Allen Robinson. Now they can trade Deontay Johnson. No, <laughs> I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. I was like, we're so unhappy we didn't have a three. Yeah. And then you want to get rid of DJ. It's like, yes, it makes no it's, sense. Yeah. And yeah, it, it is. It, it's, or I saw this tweet. I can't credit it to any one person because I frankly, I don't remember who it was. But it was Steelers fans complaining, oh, the Steelers really need a veteran wide receiver in the room to really bring that veteran presence. Steelers go out and acquire Allen Robinson trade. What are they doing? This guy is washed up. Why would they bother to bring in another receiver? Come on. Seriously. Come on. You can't win. I I thought it was a pretty pretty good move. Um, Or can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't that. do it. Who, who is that again? Who is that? That, again? that is Coach Mike Singletary. <laughs> yes. That's right. I mean, he's he's, he's uh, 49. He was calling out the players, right? On, yes, he was. That is yeah. like, yeah. And I mean, like, but you know what? You, that's But that's how it is with, with Steelers fans. You can't win with the fans. You can't coach with the fans. My, my biggest thing with this story was, look, I think he's going to be a good receiver for us. But mine was, why would you want to trade Deontay and create a, create another problem? We just yeah. solved a problem. If you trade him away, then you are creating another problem. That's that's my, my look at it. Yeah. De- Deontay Johnson really does bring something to the table. Steelers fans, get, they talk about him running backwards all the time. Did he run backwards some? Yes. Did it actually pay off at times? Yes. It's the times that it doesn't do it. Oh, they say he drops the ball all the time. When you actually look at his drops, he didn't have all that many drops. When you actually look at the numbers of where they are compared to other people, I even broke down. My goodness, this was a couple months ago, where he was like the dollar value of Deontay Johnson. Um, well, I did all the Steelers receivers. This was on a Steelers Stat Geek. Um, where how much did it did they cost? You know, per yard, per reception, per target. Uh, per touchdown doesn't help with DJ because you can't divide by zero. Um, so, but I compared him to other top receivers in the league, and he's actually, with the exception of the touchdowns, he was actually cheaper than like the top six or seven wide receivers. So, when it came when you came to actual production of like dollars per yards, dollars per everything, so yeah. I, I think sometimes he just gets a bad rap. To me, it's a good move, and I know yeah. we talked a bit more about DJ, but to yeah. me, it's a good move bringing in Robinson. I think that you have the three receivers, uh, Pickens, uh, DJ, and Robinson, and see what happens. Austin and Miller. I think it's a good move bringing that guy in. And still, fans wanted that. Where's our veteran guy? Bring him in, and they're, they're not yeah. happy. Not happy. So, but then you get details later that later the same day. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, he had $15.25 million, but the Rams, they're going to cover 10.25 of that. So he's going to cost the Steelers $5 million in 2023. Oh, yeah. And the Steelers aren't, 
Yes, they're giving up a, a, a draft pick for him, but they're getting another pick back 17 spots later in the seventh round. So you're not losing a quote-unquote player because you aren't able to draft one. Mm-hmm. My goodness. And then the Steelers did, as I, I put out there that I thought they would do this, that they would restructure his deal. Now, they could have kept the void years with Robinson that were with his Rams contract coming if they wanted to. I, From what I've seen reported, they did not do that. So now he's costing barely over $3 million this year. Barely wow. over $3 million. Wow. So, so I'm, and, and you're like, oh, well, he he's washed up. He's blah, blah. You know what? He could even still be a number three wide receiver for that price and just see what's going on. And the Steelers will have just under $2 million in dead money if they don't if they don't keep next year. And they already, he already agreed to take $5 million less next year if he does stay with the Steelers. You know, you know what I can't so, believe, though? I can't yeah. believe they didn't retire number 11, Claypool's jersey. <laughs> We're getting to that. We're getting to that. That's when we roll into Wednesday because that, that one's later in the week. Wednesday, um, there was, there was, it was the last day for top 30 visits. There was none to the Steelers. All right. Um, Robinson passed his physical. Um, so it was announced that he was that the trade was official. Steelers didn't make that official till later in the week. Uh, we'll get to that. So there was the question about because it was a Liz Frank injury last year, I do believe. Um, um, but it, it was, yeah, because he was out um, a lot. Now, before we roll on, see, I didn't even mention it. You know, Tuesday, that was a great day because, you know, you get to Allen Robinson, whatever, and then my my kids put candles on on uh, on a pan of brownies and sang to me because I got older that day. Um, oh, it was, your, so, it was your birthday? Yes, it was. Now, uh, oh, so, nice. so for the so for the fifth time, I could say I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> you know, but I'm five, five times removed. So, uh, so yeah. So I'll say uh, one so thing. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, I, I didn't no, mean go to for you it. Um, these days trip me out because every time you say Tuesday, it's really your Monday. I know. I'm in front, I'm in Australia, and I'm like, yeah. this, I, I can't keep up. Like, so, yeah, the Tuesday was my Wednesday. Anyways, that's just a Yeah, well, and, and, and what's also crazy <laughs> with that is you're technically talking to me now oh. after this episode is published. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it's already... Sunday morning for you. So, well, hey, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to come back, knock out Thursday, Friday, Saturday um, with more about the week that was with here, Dave Schofield, Marky D. So stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, here we go. Talk about the week that was. We're moving on to Thursday. We won't talk about the date that was. We'll just leave that go. Um, if I don't know, you're in Australia. I assumed that that I don't know that there would be a reference to 420 in there, and you would understand. Oh, no, that, but I don't no, know. It can't be. It can't be. Because, <laughs> no, my, it, no, it can't be because we're 20. Uh, no, it's the opposite. Yeah, we're 20. We're 24. Ah, that's right. Because right, you all, yeah. you all do it in logical order of yes, going yes. day, month, yes. year. Okay, it's you so don't know. They hear I mean, it's like let's take the middle one and do it first. For someone who's dyslexic, that is actually sometimes easier <laughs> because I'm like, oh, why. let's take the middle number and put it first. Yeah, I'm in like in a state of confusion. I don't know why I chose American football to cover, and I'm doing it on YouTube now as well because all the stuff is like exactly the opposite. The days are opposite, the times are opposite. But you yeah. guys had 420, we had 24. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know, the, the normal way to put it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll say it's the normal way. So, all right. So on Thursday, um, actually had, this is from uh, behind the steel curtains. Bradley Walker had a tweet out there from, from Daniel Jeremiah, um, who, who I think he spoke to about the, about the Steelers at 17. I, I don't know if he spoke to him or, or where he got this from. He said, to me, where they're picking, it makes more sense to go offensive tackle first. I think there's a bigger drop-off with that position. Uh, said there'd be really good options in terms of edge and cornerback later at 32 and 49. Do, do you follow that? Do, do you say, oh, hey, if, if the tackles if the, if the, the tackles are really top-heavy, you want to get one of the main ones because you might not have the best options. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I buy that. I, I think there's some some tackles that there's not as much drop off that the Steelers could get it that I think could be available at 32. My thoughts there? thing is my thing is like if they go 17, does that tackle need to start either left yeah. or right? And I'm kind of happy with Chooks and I'm happy with Dan Moore and see what happens there. I, I I've said this many times now. The Steelers should be open to improving anywhere where they can get better. Don't right. care what the position is. Mm-hmm. If someone's better than you, then they should play. So you can upgrade anywhere, but make sure it's an upgrade. Don't bring in a guy that you're like, well, they might eventually, you know, be able to 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 do that. To me, 17 is a whole different monster. It's really going to depend on how the draft falls, and, and we've got more to talk about with this um, on Friday. Now, here's another one from around the NFL. This is more um, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, news that they hired former Patriots assistant coach Matt Patricia as their new senior defensive assistant. So they want to allow 50 points a game, do they? Or something like that. Wasn't he calling the offense for the Patriots last year or something like that? Yeah, let's let's um let's let's take our defensive guy that was our defensive coordinator. Let's have him call the offensive plays. You know, are they is Belichick that worried about his coaching tree that he's trying to diversify these guys? And so they could, I mean, cause right now he's got guys that have gone on to be head coaches, not done very well. That's a Matt Patricia. Um, he ran, he ran the lines into the ground yeah. even more than what they were. And now their, their new coach over there is getting oh, out. I love Dan Campbell. I think he's a yeah. great coach. He's, he's, he's well. a great coach for that team, particularly yeah. the way I look at it. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. That's not a big move for me. Got put him in the Eagles. I'm just yeah. a, oh, sorry. Sorry to the Patriots. Not a sorry. Who is going to where? He went from the. He was with the Patriots last year. He had been with there before. Right. Um, but now he's the. Uh, what is it? I said senior defensive assistant for the, um, for the Eagles. Because remember, the Eagles lost their offensive and defensive coordinators, so yeah. they they had to do something. So to me, I think that's a decent move by the Eagles. Yeah. So yeah. Um, whatever. I jumped the gun a little bit because Ooh. now it was actually on Friday that – oh, wait, sorry, Thursday when I talked about it on Wednesday where we got more news of of even that the that, – because this was Thursday night that the, that the Steelers were even restructuring Allen Robinson's deal. So um, how do you feel about it knowing that it's much lower? I think I think it's a good signing, honestly. It really is because we need a third guy. We we don't know what's going to happen with Austin. We don't know what's going to happen with Miller. Uh, Kenny's got another target. He's got a veteran guy that's been playing what nine years in the NFL. Has over what six thousand yards. Um, you know, people say he's washed up or the age and whatnot. If he can play, he can play. Yeah. And the Steelers are making these moves by bringing in veteran guys like Peterson, 
uh, like uh, Isaac Ciamalo too. So it's 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 a good move. And if he's willing to play and play some steel of football, and hopefully, I, I don't think he's going to get like 90 catches a game, but he gets like 40, sorry, 90 catches a year, get 40, maybe 40, 45 a year, yeah. a few TDs. It's a, it's a mm. really good move. And what better way to bring in a guy to, you know, be around the locker room with like Pickens and the young, young blokes. Yeah. And they say he's a hard worker. So to tell you how I feel about it. I feel good. I feel so good at dancing. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I've been waiting to play this for you. Yes, that was an Australian accent because no, no, that, not. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I feel good. I feel so good at dancing. Because that is what? from the Australian television show for children, Bluey. Gotta love me some that Bluey. Is you not don't an have Australian kids. accent. <laughs> Well, I think that? he was trying to. That was a that was an Australian accent trying to not have an Australian accent. Can you play it one more time, and I might try and copy it. Well, that's all because I feel good. I feel so good at dancing. <laughs> I feel good. I feel so good at dancing. An Australian actor. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Uh, I was saving that just for you, Marky what D. They, what are they, what are they just feeding you over there? No, that's for that's an old my 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 kids are upset because <laughs> the 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 rest of season three of Bluey is being Bluey. released in Australia, but not in the United States yet because it's an Australian show. So it's, it is what it is. It's American, not Australian. I oh no, so it's it's Australian. It's oh, it's crazy. Uh, okay. Oh, it's it, 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 it's got know. some good stuff. But I've been waiting the whole show to, to, <laughs> to tell you I was felt so good at dance. So Friday. Big news Friday, five players were announced to be suspended for the NFL, three for the year, two for six games for betting on or for illegal gambling practices last year. The three that were suspended for the season were um, Quintez Cephas and C.J. Moore of the Lions and Shaka Tony of the Commanders. They were – see, I remember the name Shaka Tony from um, whenever he came out in the draft – whether it was last year or before, one of those times. Um, But um, however many years ago that was. But uh, they were for the season. Uh, Don't have the other two names here right in front of me right now because they were both from um, from the lines that were six games. The ones that were suspended for the year is because they bet on NFL games. And the ones that were suspended for six games is because they bet on things that they were allowed to bet on but they bet on them in a location that they are not allowed to bet in. They are not allowed to bet in the facility, um, on on the team plane, or in the team hotel. So that happened there. That's why they got suspended for six games. Um, NFL was taking it seriously. What do you think about this? Yeah, so the the other guy was uh, Jamison Williams. I think yes, that was the name. Six was one of them. The receiver. So yeah. Um, there, there's a few different things you can think about this stuff. I know that betting is becoming quite big um, all around the world. Betting's really big here in Australia. Um, I do it myself. I'm not saying you guys have to, but I do it myself. And it's kind of like it's taking over sport to a, to a certain degree with the overs and unders, that kind of stuff. But now the sports guys are getting involved. Um, and the NFL, I guess, are trying to crack down because they don't want, uh, I guess, conflict of interest in, in playing the game. Um, yeah. I think it's a bit harsh, though, for... Uh, if you're in your hotel room and you're betting, you know, Kansas State college basketball versus someone else, if you, even if you want to, then that I don't understand how that can affect the NFL. But yeah. I do see how NFL players betting NFL games. Well, 
it, it's just it yes. shows you what's 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 happening. That shouldn't happen. And I think the players, you know, I, I understand you're football players, and maybe you want to, you know, do some entertaining things, but. You got to be careful as a football player then, now these days. You have to. You got, you're you're in the public eye, and any, anything you do is almost looked upon as like a, as a superstar. So, uh, to me, you just got to be very careful. And the and the shield will not allow that at all. So maybe a year's too long, uh, or indefinitely, indefinitely, because they got to reapply, right? The six games. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Yep. Yeah. So maybe the punishment doesn't doesn't reflect what the actual action was, in my opinion. Um, but at the same time. These players must know that the NFL means business, and you can't muck around with that. So, uh, to me, it's it's unfortunate because you want to see these players play. We want to see, we want to see all the players play and, and do well, but you got to be a bit more smarter in, yes. in that sense. Yep. But, Bottom line is, can't do it. Can't no, do it. you can't. Well, <laughs> to me, it's a rule. Yeah, exactly. It's a rule. Whether the rule is correct or not, it's the same thing that goes back with Martavis Bryant. And people are like, oh, if it was if it was the rules now with him, he he would have been fine. You know what? I get it. You might not like the rule, then you work to change the rule. But as long as it's a rule, you do it. If it is a rule that you can't wear a red shirt on Fridays to work, then don't freaking wear a red shirt. It might be a dumb rule, and you might need to say, you know what? We need to readdress this rule. But if that's the rule, just you, you know if you don't follow it, there's going to be a consequence. Because And it's not that the NFL has hidden these rules. I mean, I know like Ian Rappaport was on um, – not Ian, not, or was it was it Rappaport or is it, was it Schefter? One of those guys um, was on – um, no, it wasn't Schefter. Either. I can't remember who it was. It was on the Pat McAfee show saying, I didn't know that they had a location thing. But you know what? These players did. They really lay out exactly what they can and can't do with this. So it's it's kind of, to me, it's kind of like the the the, the PEDs. You, you've got to know what you put in your body because of the rules. So if the rules suck, that's you know, that's why you have a players' union that are that's supposed to work on making sure you have the right rules. So uh, speaking of rules, Dave, who's the biggest rule breaker in the NFL, you think? I would have to say one Roger Goodell. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean my goodness he freaking burned the Spygate tapes. You've got to be kidding me. You've you, right. burned them or destroyed them or whatever they did, put them in a shredder. My goodness. That's like to me, that's what he lost all his credibility moving forward. So, okay. Other than that's Bill Belichick. <laughs> besides, besides that, who's the yeah. biggest rule breaker as a player? Oh, as a player, it was Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. who, who would you say? It was Tom Brady. Uh, okay, I got one better for you. I've got okay. Dan Dan Orlowski. He's the oh. biggest rule breaker. He's the one running outside the bounds and, and costing his team yeah. two points. Right. Yeah. So if, if there's one guy who doesn't understand the rules. It's awesome. <laughs> okay. That, so he's not so so he's someone that you know did kind of oblivious to the rules. I get you. I thought you meant someone that was intentionally cheating. But if yeah, if you're someone that that uh, yeah, hey um Mark Sanchez struggled with some of that stuff as well, if you want to go there. Um, so man, we're coming really long because we're just having a good time talking. You mentioned this before. Um, Alan Robinson, number eleven. The Steelers yeah. weren't gonna give out number one, they just don't do it anymore. And that's what he was before. So now he's, why not double ones? Number 11. 
I'm, I'm kind of upset. As like the biggest Claypool, Claypool fan in the, in the universe, <laughs> I'm, I'm really upset that you haven't retired number 11. Um, I think he's one of the best players to ever to dawn the uniform, the black and gold. I think he, the way he high points the football, his body position, um, his outlook on, on the field was awesome. And it's just his overall character. I think they should have, they should have uh, retired number 11. But that's this, just me. This story... This story means nothing after Patrick Peterson, even, you know, that was taken off that, oh, he's going to want number seven. He's like, I'm not that stupid, people. Come on. I don't get to play this many years in the NFL by being that, but by, by being to say. You are, with all due respect, dumb. No, that's not, that is not Patrick Peterson. He was not going to go for number seven. Yeah, that's just you, you don't end up in the NFL that long. All right. Well, you got one day left. We've got Saturday. And then the weekends, there's not much going on. So here's what we have for Saturday. Mark Cabali of the Athletic. You know, you, you, you got to say it with your little bit of a yinzer. So you know how, how Pat McAfee would say it. So it's Mark Cabali. Okay. He did this tweet. He said, Odds are that the Steelers will draft, in my opinion, or sorry, IMO, if I really want to be cool, because that's what he said, one of these players in the first round. And he has four players listed. He said, Paris Johnson, Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., Deontay Banks. Marky D, what's your thoughts? Um, I, I kind of think, like, well, how, how, how does he get four shots? If everyone else is choosing <laughs> one player, he's getting four shots. Um, oh, I, just wait till Tuesday night with the Scobro show. I'm taking a <laughs> bunch of shots. I well, oh, okay. I, I'm gonna see who the who the players are. It's not like I'm going to sit there and take. I'm going to add to him. I'm going to add to him. <laughs> I guarantee you that the Steelers at 17 or 32 will draft both offense and defense. Okay, that's there. You go. You did one better. Is, is that not the same as Kabali's? I know, four, yeah. Four high. Four, we we know they're the good players. We know where, however the draft falls, they're going to go one of those players. It's going to happen. It, it and you're, you you well, said the happen. key phrase right there, how the draft falls. It's how the draft mm. falls. I mean, my goodness, if to me, like, I'll go ahead. Spoiler alert for Tuesday. Top of my board out of because I'm we're, what my brother and I going to do. We're going to go through all the mock draft Monday articles that I've that I've done since the Steelers season ended. Um, talk about each one of those players. Some of these guys are now, hey, the Steelers could maybe get them in the third round. And there were some early mocks that had them going in the first, the Steelers. I'm like, seriously? But we're going to go through we, some of those out. We're going to kind of talk about who we think the Steelers could take. My number one guy, if he's there, I, I, I'll spoil it right now, is Paris Johnson. If Paris Johnson is there for the Steelers to draft, there is not one other player in this draft that I would want the Steelers to take. Now, am I saying I want them to trade up for him? No. But I'm saying if he's if if other people are gone and he's there, he's the one that I would take over everyone else. That's just me. Some people might think I'm crazy for that. Um, and I'm going to go through and I'm going to put some of these players in order. And just because somebody's down my list doesn't mean that I wouldn't be okay with the Steelers drafting them. What is going to upset me, the whole reason they fall on my list in that way, is that I don't want the Steelers to draft them when one of the guys towards the top of the list was still available. But that's what's going to be so great about this draft coming up this week. I think overall it's going to be fun. Like I've, yeah. I've kind of given up on the mocks. I did a few mocks before. Uh, I think we all kind of know the position we, we're looking after, you know, cornerback, uh, offensive line, defensive line, middle linebacker, that kind of stuff. So just, 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 I think sometimes to me, the surprise is more fun than actually getting it right. 
Like yeah. I want to be, I want to be surprised. Oh, we got that guy. Let's go look him up right now. But I do trust the Steelers organization because I feel like even last year's draft was really good. Kenny Pickett, Pickens, yeah. Connor Haywood, uh, Demarvin uh, De Leal. I think he was last year. Oh, was he the year before? Yep, he was last year. Last year, yeah. Mike Robinson too. I feel like they got a few guys there that can play physical football. And even even the year before with Najee Harris and Frymuth and and some of those look. I trust what they're doing, and to me, they're building around uh, Kenny Pickett as well, so on the yeah. offense. So um, I, I just like where they're at, 17-32-49. I like that. I like how we've got Claypool's pick there so high. Um, day two mm-hmm. is going to be fun as well. Don't forget about day two of the first round where the Steelers in the organization are going to have like a whole night to sleep and, and go over all their things and f- find out who they want at 32 because they're the first pick that day. Yeah. So that, that's, a, that's a huge advantage. That's going to be a huge day for Steelers fans. It's going to be like, this is who's available. Is it this? Is it this? Yeah. Is it this? Is it this? <laughs> what are they going to do? Are they going to trade out? Are they going to win? You know, it's Steelers Nation's going to go crazy <laughs> on Friday. I mean, it's, I, honestly, yeah. Friday, I see it as a crazy day. Oh, yeah. The only thing that saves the absolute crazy pandemonium of Friday is if they trade the 32nd pick on Thursday. That's mm. happened just as much in recent years as teams. When I say 32nd or 33rd is what it was in recent years, I mean the first pick of day two. I mean, last year, that pick was used to trade up into the end of the first round. Last year it was. Um, and it wasn't, I think in was it something like 27? Was it 2017? Yeah, it was 2017 because the 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 Browns wanted to jump ahead of the Steelers. They didn't want the Steelers to get David Ninjoku. So they jumped ahead with the first pick of the second round and traded with the with the Packers. So I guess the Steelers simply just had to settle for TJ Watts. You know? I got, I got one question for you. Whoever starts at 17, sorry, whoever drafts at 17, are they going to be a starter, you think? Eventually. I mean, I don't – Jeff and I were talking about this in the Steelers preview this week. Um, Brian, Brian had a, had Tony's internet connection for a while and I, we thought he was going to throw his computer across the room, but, uh, he was coming in and, and it was actually pretty funny. The way that I see it is you don't, ex- you set up your, your team and your roster that they don't have to be ready week one, but if they are, you don't have to hold them back. We were looking at, I mean, look at TJ Watt. I mean, he was just better than James Harrison at that point of his career and took over there. You know, Kenny Pickett, they didn't throw out there right away, and I didn't think they would because there was no reason to have to. And part of me is like just a hunch is did they do that partially to keep him from hitting a rookie wall towards the end of the season to have him start about as many games as he would have started in college by not having to start the first four games? I don't know if they if that was a reason why, but it, but it worked out that way. Um, to me, Najee Harris was the only one that was obvious for two reasons. One, that was the year the salary cap you know, got cut by $20 million. And two, if you're going to draft a running back in the first round, you got to play him right away. You don't, you don't draft that position in the first round mm-hmm. otherwise. So it all depends on if it's a – now, if it's an offensive tackle, those guys don't play unless they're playing all the snaps or someone gets hurt. If it's an edge, which I'm one of those people that hope they don't go edge in the first round unless that's really how the draft falls, or defensive tackle, those are guys that are involved in a rotation right away, or cornerback yeah. coming in 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 sub package. You know, if if a cornerback gets drafted in the first round, I would be surprised if they're the, your day one outside corner starter. But 
I see them having specific packages where they're going to be on the field early on, and then it works up from stuff like that. So, and that's why the offseason has been so key as well, getting all these plays and filling all the gaps too. You know, it's been, it's been a really good offseason, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. Getting, um, you know, Peterson, the middle linebackers, tack, uh, tackle, uh, offensive gu- um, guard. You know, they've, they're filling those holes because then the Steelers don't have to start these plays right away. They, they can if they want to, but he said, see how it pans out. Yeah, that's generally how the Steelers operate. You want to have where you try to have all your starters and everything lined up ahead of the draft, and then you use the draft to upgrade where you can. So, so when we thought, so I don't like the term position of need. Right now, the Steelers don't need, and I mean, they need depth at outside linebackers. They just don't have the bodies unless they have something else in mind that they're going to use the Marvin Leal there if they don't have anyone else. I mean, that's a possibility. I'm not saying that's what they're doing, but. Other than that, I can't figure out what else they might be doing. But you, the, so to me, it's not that it's a position of need. I see it as a position that's easiest to upgrade based on who you have versus what you could get. So do the Steelers need an offensive tackle? My answer is no. Now, would they be extremely thin if one of them got hurt because your only backup right now mm-hmm. is LaRaven Clark? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So I could see see death. Do they need a starting offensive tackle? No. But if you can get one that's going to be an upgrade to what you already have, then that's what makes that position a higher priority. That's why I think it's tackle is on the board. But if to me, if it's not the right tackle, the Steelers, they could go the whole draft and not draft an offensive tackle. If things don't go the right way and it's not really – and you're not really upgrading or doing anything of that nature, then don't. I, I still think they will. I still think they will. But I know some people will be upset if one of their first two picks is not a tackle. And right. it very well could work out the way that it's not. We'll if see how the, it all goes. If the wind blows the wrong way in Pittsburgh, they're upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was one last year that I'm like, don't. There was people that are like, the Steelers have to take a quarterback in the first round. They need to get this going. They're going to waste years of TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what's going to waste more years of TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick? Not drafting a quarterback or drafting the wrong quarterback and having to take two or three years to figure out that they're the wrong guy. What's going to hurt worse? So that's to me, I was like, don't draft a quarterback for the sake of drafting one. You've got to draft a quarterback if the draft falls the right way. And it was, did. It did. That's why it made sense to do what they did. I was convinced last year that um, that Tomlin having wings with uh, with uh, Malik <laughs> Willis that he was going to take him. Did uh, Tomlin have any wings with anyone, anyone, anyone this year? Because I was convinced. I don't know <laughs> if there was any reports of wings. I do know <laughs> that he met with uh, several – I mean, it was three different Ohio State guys that he went out to dinner with all at the same time. Yeah, uh, was the two tackle? I can't even remember the other guy. It was so long ago; I don't remember. Um, I should I should know those kind of things. But like no, I, said, I, I, I really I, thought it was going to be uh, Willis being called out by um, the the late great Franco Harris. I was like, Will, and it was Pickett. I was like, wow, because I was yeah. convinced that because he had wings, it was all set up. He was the guy, the next guy, and here yeah. we are with Kenny Kenny Pickett, which is awesome. And people and and the team that took Malik Willis is possibly even in in the talk of taking another quarterback this year. Yep. That's that's, so, that's very true. Um just very interesting it how it all plays out. Whew. That's why I love the draft. It's it's such it's such drama. It is and it's every every pick that goes by. All right. I mean, I, Mark, 
I, I know we're going really long, but you, my goodness, we haven't heard from Marky D here at SEN for for all a long time. Yes, like six weeks. Yeah. So this we we've got to be able to let you talk here. But my, although I'm the one doing most of the talking. <laughs> Well, that's that's why I'm happy, I'm happy to be here because I'm now charging it from five thousand to seven seven. There we go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm paying overtime rates. Yeah. Um, but I'm even going to ahead of Thursday. I'm going to look at you know positions and or players going in the top sixteen that are good. Like checking them off the list that it's a good thing for the Steelers. You know, you want to see. Not just three. You want to see four quarterbacks going yeah. before the Steelers. Check, check. I'm going to be checking that off the list. This is good. That means there's going to be something else available. You know, another one I want to see up there. I want to see wide receivers. I want to see wide receivers going before the Steelers draft. Because for every wide receiver taken, that's one more potential other player that could be there for the Steelers. Do the do the Raiders draft before us? Because I remember like the the old, <laughs> the old days of Al Davis. He would just draft the fastest guy. Oh my goodness. Draft. You know, the one of the worst players in the draft. Like, I think, um, well, you got, like, you got Hayward, Hayward Bay, who I like, but most times he would draft like the, the fastest safety or whatever. You know, yeah. are they picking before us? Be um, awesome. I, I, <laughs> or did they lose their pick? I, yeah, no, the Raiders, they're picking, they're not in the top five, but they're in the top 10, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they're going to um, waste that one. So that's good. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll see what they do. They're the, I mean, are they still the wild card they used to be? My goodness. I remember. <laughs> 2019, everyone's saying, oh, the Steelers trade up for one of the Devons, trade up for one of the Devons. I'm like, I'm going to take the route. I, I did a mock draft with Ryan Anthony Davis and Tony Defio, and I said, I'm going to take the route. They're both going to trade up. I'm going to stand still. I'm going to stay at 20 and see what I could get for the Steelers. And I got, and I'm like, this would be a good pick for the Steelers at 20. I got one, Clellan Farrell. He went third oh, yeah, to the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting in the in the Thursday night premiere of Endgame, an early premiere, um, uh, you know, Avengers Endgame, listening to the first five or six picks of the draft to then bolt home to be a, to be home in in time where I think the Steelers could trade up because uh, I bought the tickets you know forever before I didn't realize it was draft night, and I hear I hear him going third. And I'm like. What? Okay. Things are going to go much different. But yeah, the Raiders, they're one of those wild cards. You don't know who they're going to take. I mean, the Steelers now have one of the guys that they took in, in 2020. A lot of people at, at uh, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, yes, that website still exists, were high on, on the safety now turned linebacker Tanner Muse, had him as a fourth or fifth round pick. I was t- picking him up in fifth round mocks and things like that. Not only did he go in the third round, he went two picks before Alex Highsmith. The Steelers, and if the Steelers would have taken Tanner Muse, it would have they would have had to taken him in in place of Chase Claypool that year. So I'm like, that was, and he went so early to the Raiders, got injured before his first training camp, and they cut him after the second training camp. Never even played a game for him, and now he's with the Steelers anyway. So. You Those draft me. stories. <laughs> the, le- the legend of Chase Claypool continues. Yeah. So right? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you one question <laughs> before we finally get out of here. Other than the Raiders, because you already brought them up, what team do you think is the biggest wild card in what they do will really affect what the Steelers end up being able to pick? Um, I think it's maybe towards one of their quarterbacks, right? So taking yeah. one, one one of them off the board. No, I mean, but is there a team? Is there an NFL team that you're like, oh, if if they go this route, that's good for the Steelers. If they go this route, that could be bad for the Steelers. 
Um, I'm just trying to think because I think what you said before about the about all the quarterbacks going with the board, I think it's better for the for the Steelers. I haven't got the draft border up in front yeah. of me. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I'd say who, who's like who's bet is it Patriots up there too? They yeah, the go. Patriots are 13th or 14th. That's the yeah. team I was going to say. Depending they on what they go, go there, them going cornerback as well. For Porter, that that might happen. Yeah, and I've also seen them going offensive tackle. Yeah, I so. think they're a couple there. I think another one. I mean, it's an easy one because it's right before the Steelers is the Commanders that they're in need, but they're needed cornerback is someone that they're going to have to put in there right away, which might not be the best place for some of these players to go. So, the the it as it gets and it's not just in years past. There's been like, oh wow, there's a team they're drafting like seventh. And if they go this route, that could be that could make things play out great for the Steelers. But if they go this route, that's really going to set some things going in the wrong direction for the Steelers. We've seen that in the past. I don't know that that happens as high this year, um, but but we'll see. I'm, I'm excited about it. So, Mark, I, I do want to thank you for joining me tonight. I've really I say tonight because it's my night, your morning, everything else. <laughs> in order to talk about this week, that was th- thank you so much for joining me on a Sunday morning. Cool. Um, do you want to, uh, anything you want to say out there? Anything you want to plug Steelers nation, Australia, uh, some of the stuff you're doing with Maddie. Yeah, P? Just, just check me out on, uh, on Steelers, Steelers nation, Australia on YouTube and, uh, check out our podcast as well with, uh, Maddie Peveril on Steelers touchdown under on YouTube as well and on Spotify. If you want to, uh, if you like my content, come over there. And if you, if you don't like it, just hit the like button anyway. You know, that's, that's what I say. Just come over and stop. Like it, just hit the like button. Come on, I don't, I don't care if you like it. Just hit the button. You know, no, well, yeah, but, but I, but I thought you were supposed to say, don't press in. Don't press in. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I've met yeah. him. I love him. That's that. Such a such good advice. Don't press yeah. in. Yeah, you know. But in this case, you do want to press the like button. <laughs> So, all right. Well, Mark, thanks for joining me. Hey, make sure you're checking out all our content here at Steel Curtain Network. Also, if you haven't, I've subscribed to it. Check out the FFSN NFL feed. It's right now, it is a lot of the SCN guys that are doing stuff like Jeremy and Andrew with some draft stuff, um, K, uh, KT Smith doing some things, but we have more people and more stuff coming in there with some, with some very good content there. But of course, make sure you're hitting up all the, all the steel curtain network shows. We'll have a Q and a later today with one Kyle Kreiss, um and, and um, his uh, Mike Tomlin 2.0. That's usually with him. Uh, make sure you've checked out the other stuff of the weekend, a great state of the Steelers, um, the homies that came out on the audio side, um, on Saturday as well. And our lineup all week, you're going to hear from me a ton. You're probably going to hear from me about, I, I assume we're going to get a press conference from Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan this week ahead of the draft. You'll probably hear from me that. And you're going to hear a breaking news podcast from me if you choose to click on it with every Steelers draft pick about 10 minutes after the pick is made, it'll be published. So make sure you stick with it. Subscribe, subscribe to Steel Curtain Network uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get it. Because it, you know, get that subscription, and then you'll have that there for you right away. Um, you know, you, if you're one of those people that are that um, you're early to bed, early to rise, maybe you'll get that ding and say, "Oh, let's check out what Dave has to say about the about the draft pick or something of that nature." But uh, Mark, what? So I got to ask, what time is it when the draft starts for you <laughs> Thursday night? What, what time is it going to be Friday morning? Okay, okay. So here it is. So day one is my 10 a.m. Right, I'll be up. I'll be up watching mm-hmm. that. Day two, I think it's like 9 a.m. at start. It's a great time for you right. because the Steelers have have 
more as many picks in day two as they do in day three. So worse, that's a good though. one. But it gets bad then. Day three is 2 a.m. because it's your 12 p.m. So <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do. Well, like I, said, I, I miss all the news from what? 9 to 5. No idea what's going on. <laughs> Marky, 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 Marky. The Steelers have one pick in the fourth round. That's going to be pretty oh, early. Okay. You, you, you stay up till 2.30 a.m. You hear the pick, you go to bed. <laughs> then you wake up just in time for them to take two picks, ten, uh, two selections, 10 apart in the seventh round. And that's assuming they don't move at all. But I've oh always said this though, right? Like the draft, because even my parents and my family says, why do you watch the draft? I'm like, what's well, the most boring but slash interesting <laughs> thing to watch? It's the most exquisite paint <laughs> drying you will ever see. Yeah, you have to watch it. Like you can't not watch yeah. the seven hours it's... of it because you want to know where the players go. But at the same time, it drags on forever. Yeah. It, yes. You're, you're right. It, so instead of just watching just a regular wall, um, mm. the paint drying, it's like watching a mural uh. dry. You're still watching paint dry, so, but at okay. least it's a mural. It's like the Mona Lisa. Everyone goes in to look at it, but no, but no one knows what they're looking at. You know, you have a, <laughs> you have about, about 30, 40 people looking at Mona Lisa and going, wow, that's fantastic. And yet you're surrounded by all the other art. And no one else cares. Like <laughs> there we go. There we go. Mark, thank you so much for joining me. We got to roll out of here. We went way over. I hope you all enjoyed this today. And as we say to finish out, I'll say it. Mark, you can say it too. Go Steelers. Go Steelers. Steel Curtain Network. Get it.